Hey friends, Ashton Gustafson here, and welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. I hope you and yours are doing well. It's 2023. How'd we get here? My oh my. 2022 is behind us. A new year is at hand. Your resolutions are in your pocket. Or maybe they're not. Uh, but there's there's something fresh and new in the air, is there not? Every time around this year, we go and we pull those books off the shelves. Essentialism, atomic habits, do hard things. We we uh, the one thing we we pull these types of works uh, that have spoken to us over the years, and 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 we reevaluate. We look at back at where we've been. And we dream about where we could potentially go. And I kind of wanted to talk just very briefly today about both of those. In a journal entry last month, December of 2022, I wrote these simple words. I wrote, 2022 was the best year of my life. Now, uh, with, with my wiring... And my angst of uh, putting all my eggs into the future, that, that tomorrow the great days are there, that on the other side of that mountain is what I'm looking for, that there's a rainbow and there's a pot of gold there, and once I get there, then I will have peace, satisfaction, joy, rest, renewal. I was shocked to see that I, I wrote these words down. And uh, it was it was not easy for me to commit to physically putting that type of statement of the reality that I experienced down on paper, uh, but I did, and I started to think, man, what what? How did that happen? How did three hundred and sixty five days pass, and I was able to write, this This was the best year of my life. And so I went back, and I was looking at journal entries, and I was looking at calendars, and I was looking at business entities, and I was looking at, oh, I was, it was really, I was, I, was, I was digging deep to try to figure out how did we get here, because this is a really good place. Because uh, I've had some dark December 31s. I, I've had I've had December thirty ones where everything was up and to the right, and yet it was a dark place. But this was this was different. This felt uh, it felt right. It felt timely, uh, but it it there was also an element of but this isn't an accident. That that there was a lot of soul <laughs> excavation over the years. That, that allowed me to to write this. And so, just kind of gathering the breadcrumbs up, you know, connecting the dots, looking backwards. Um, I've got three little notes on a sticky card, and I thought I'd share them with you. Uh, and here they are. This is a pink, neon pink, 3M sticky note pad thing, and I have three things written on it. Quiet life, energy, and that which is available is greater than that which is happening. So that's where we're going. That's how we got to December 31 of saying, this was the best year of my life. And I thought I could share it with you. Maybe something clicks. Maybe it doesn't. 
but I'm hopeful that we can go somewhere interesting. I will not keep you long today. So I get a text a few days ago from a dear friend of mine, Brother Garza, and uh, there are there are quotes that have come into my life over the years that um, they they rattle my cage in a way that I'm 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 not the same after I experience them, and they're the kinds that I joke about here. Uh, where I say, yeah, that one, that one may end up being a tattoo one day. Uh, I, he sends me this text, and um, it was as if everything was distilled. That 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 a ten year journey that I've been on, everything was distilled into this one sentence. And and the last time I felt uh, an experience like this was when I came across. Uh, in 2009, um, Oliver Wendell Holmes, and let's see if I, let's see if I can remember it here because I don't have it in front of me. Uh, it goes like this: The greatest tragedy in America is not the destruction of our natural resources, though that tragedy is great. The truly great tragedy is by our failure to fully utilize our abilities which means that most men and women go to their graves with their music still in them. That one got me. Every time I share that one in the room, it's like we all get either a really weird feeling of, wow, did the oxygen just get taken out of the room, or did a whole lot of oxygen just come in here, or what just happened? So this is, this is a quote that uh, I had the similar experience of hearing most men and women go to their graves with their music still in them. This quote is from Wendell Berry. And he says, I dream of a quiet man who explains nothing and defends nothing, but only knows where the rarest wildflowers are blooming and who goes and finds that he is smiling not by his own will. Let's repeat. I dream of a quiet man who explains nothing and defends nothing, but only knows where the rarest wildflowers are, and who goes and finds that he is smiling, not by his own will. It's no secret that the whole idea of Simple and Quiet started uh, for me three years ago. And every January, I reach and, and I attempt to go out into the world of wisdom and say, what else could there be? What else do I need to be after? What, what, what else is there that, that I, what are other words that could ground me and, and help me not only be content with my interior being that is... Um, always at peace, always aligned, always centered in the true self. Uh, but but also, what are some words that that maybe could stir a hunger in me to to become something anew in the world? And I keep coming up with simple and quiet. That, that, that actually, this is addition by subtraction. And if you talk to anybody in their 80s or 90s, 
If you if you talk to someone that maybe they built the company and they sold it, or or you talk about someone who in their they reflect on their lives of raising their family and they say this this was the juice here. In some way, shape, or form, they always come back to the idea of simplicity and quiet versus chaotic and complicated. And I think we all have to go out there, and I think we have to navigate a life in chaos and make it more complicated than it needs to be because you, you we're kind of sold that a bit, right? Like you got to go jump this and do that and build that and scale this, and if you don't maneuver that and do this... We're, we're kind of sold those bill of goods, but after you taste and see that the joke is not chaos and complication, that it's actually everything we could ever want in our lives is simple and quiet, and the only way we get things, the only way that we get a life, a business, a family, an interior well-being, the only way that is going to arise in our life is by thing by doing things and by operating in a mode of simplicity and quiet. And so as I reflect on my last year and the joy and the, and, and the peace and the c- capacity that was grown and, and uh, uh, the notes that were taken and the, and the leaps that happened in my consciousness and the the uh, the the, the uh, excavation of essence that was going on, I come back to simple and quiet. I come back to this idea of Wendell Berry, a dream of a quiet man who explains nothing and defends nothing. The invitation this morning is to let go of explaining. Let go of explaining yourself. Let go of trying to explain everything to everybody. There's a quote, and I wish I could, I don't have his or her name in front of me, but I I love this idea. Uh, Explanation keeps us from astonishment. Explanation keeps us from astonishment. The second second I've got my thumb on something, uh, what happens? Well, now I think I have control. Now, now I'm I'm a little bit like the Wizard of Oz, pulling the strings behind the veil. I, I've I now have a sense of oh, I've got my hands wrapped around this. I've got it. I'm holding it. What happens is is when you hold it, you can't necessarily dance with it, and that's what you want in life. You want to dance. You don't want to die with your music in you. And how does your music come out? via simplicity, and via quiet ways. So this is good news. This, this is good news for all of us that are saying, all right, I'm, uh, uh, and I'm with you in the New, Re- New Year's resolutions, right? I got a list of them. Trust me, I'm not, I'm not immune to that deal. Um, but, but no matter what it is we are longing for, just know that the regret minimization like at the end, when you want to look backward, December 31, 2023, when you want to look back at the year that has been, and you're going to want to say, I'm glad I did, versus I wish I had, I promise you it's going to come to you via a simple and quiet life. Don't make it chaotic and complicated. It doesn't have to be. And if your life feels chaotic and complicated at the moment, that's okay. That's okay. 
take a simple and quiet observation, and then start asking yourself, where do we go from here? Where can we turn down a little bit of the chaos? Where can we turn down a little bit of the complication? And I promise you, what you're going to find is you're going to find yourself in rhythm. You're going to find yourself with momentum building towards things you want to behold and experience. And who knew it came from a quiet life? A dream of a quiet man who explains nothing and defends nothing. You also don't have to defend this. And so you got to get comfortable with no. Why, why can't you go there and do that? I'm sorry, I just can't. No, thank you. It's really easy. You know, this is, the, this is our fear of what maybe people think of us, right? But then all that gets really simple and quiet because you don't really need that box checked anymore. Uh, so you don't even have to defend your no's. you got to protect your yeses, but you don't have to defend your no's. No, thank you. It's real simple. Let's not make this complicated. A dream of a quiet man who explains nothing and defends nothing but only knows where the rarest wildflowers are blooming and who goes and finds that he is smiling not by his own will. So good. Thank you, Garza. That one woke me up. The next conversation I wanted to dive into was this around energy. And um, I know I may lose half the room when, when I use the word energy, um, and, and, but that's okay. I would ask that if I've lost you and you've checked out, try to hang around for just a little bit. Um, because your life has an energy to it. And some mornings your feet hit the floor, and man, that energy is there. Uh, some mornings the, your feet hit the floor, and it's dark, it's cold, you're numb. Uh, uh, the world lacks enchantment. And uh, I've started picking up some Michael Singer again, The Untethered Soul, um, which is, you know, a lot of you guys have, have read this, and it's, uh, it's, it's always good. Um, and he talks about energy uh, and how it's always available. Um, and the question is, are you opened or closed? And so I, 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 as I look back and I say, man, last year there was a, there was a beautiful energy. I'm not saying that there was a lot. This isn't, this, isn't a, this isn't a measurement conversation. I'm not talking Red Bull energy here. Uh, I'm, I'm talking a, uh, a beautiful, joyful, peaceful energy a calm energy, um, an energy that allows reality to do what it's going to do. And in that allowing goes, interesting, now how should we navigate this? Uh, not an energy, an energy of flow. There it is. It's an energy of flow, and it's not an energy of force. And so if, if you feel like there are things in your life that just keep coming up, right? Whether they are thoughts about someone or a, a, an aggravation in your work life or a just a, a thing you can't shake or something, my senses are it's because you are not open to the flow of energy that's available to you and you're blocking it in some way. The question is, how do you stay open? 
And so I was reading Singer, and, and I wanted to uh, I wanted to read this to you because it's so stinking simple. I don't even I, I don't even need to add anything to it. And so he talks about being open as as your life is an energy source. And he says this: There's a very simple method for staying open. Now, are you ready for this? Get ready for this. <laughs> There's a very simple method for staying open. You stay open by never closing. It's really that simple. All you have to do is decide whether you're willing to stay open or whether you think it's worth closing. You can actually train yourself to forget how to close. Closing is a habit. And just like any other habit, it can be broken. For example, you could be the type of person who has an underlining fear of people who tends to close when you first meet them. You could actually be in the habit of experiencing an uptight closing sensation whenever someone walks up to you. You can train yourself to do the opposite. You can train yourself to open every time you see a person. It's just a question of whether you want to close or whether you want to open. It's ultimately under your control. The problem is we don't exercise that control. Under normal circumstances, our state of openness is left to psychological factors. Basically, we are programmed to open or close upon our past experiences. So I think that this is like, I mean, is that not the most simple teaching you've ever heard? So here's the question. Two questions. Do you want to be in the flow? Check yes. Okay. Everyone in the room's agreeing on this. Do you want to stay open? Open allows things. When they open the dams at the rivers, like whatever's in that water, it's going. Doesn't matter what's in there, that water is, is, is going to be flowing. Reality is just going to do what it's going to do. There's going to be some boulders, there's going to be some trees, gravity's going to take it a few ways, the river's been cut. Uh, but reality, it's just going to unfold. Are you okay with that? Because if we want to put our money where our mouth is, we say things all the time, like, all things are happening for my good. Well, are you ready to let all things happen for your good? Or do you want to let some things happen for your good and most of things in your life be under your control? Really two different energies there. One is open, one is closed. Control tends to be connected to being closed. Whereas when we are open, we then become available to realize we are not the river, but we can coast in the river. And these are two different psychological conversations. A lot of us think we need to be the river, demand where it goes, demand the speed it takes, whitewater rapids here, calm pool there, a little bit of a stream there, or we can just find ourselves floating in the river, open and available to wherever, wherever it takes us. Which leads me to my third point, which is availability. Point number one, a quiet life. Point number two, open to the energy that is always available. Three, what's available to you is always going to be greater 
and more mysterious than whatever is happening before you. Notice I didn't say what's happening to you, okay? It's a great leap of consciousness when you can leave the realm of life is happening to me and you can just enter into whatever is happening before me. We call that reality. We call that your life. We call that how things are. Name it whatever you need to. It just is what it is. And so then all of a sudden, a quiet life that's an open life, you then have these mysterious, beautiful, eternal tools at your disposal. And we've talked about these a hundred times here. You ready for them? Here they are. Love. Peace. Patience. Kindness. Goodness. Faithfulness. Gentleness. Self-control. I promise you, look across the world, look across the room, look through the company that you, that you work in, look through the communities that you inhabit, the people that move you, the people that you go, I should send them a text or write them a note and drop it in the mail. These are not these are not people that are operating in the world with some crazy new fad, new theme, new whatever. They are operating in simple modes of love and peace and patience, and kindness, and goodness, and gentleness and faithfulness and self-control. And so when I say that which is available to you, is greater than that which is happening before you. Well, here's the good news. If it's happening for your good, it's there for a reason. And if you're open, if you're not blocking the flow, you then go, hmm, I wonder what love does here. I wonder what patience looks like here. Wonder what joy looks like here. Wonder what gentleness looks like here. Wonder what kindness looks like here. These are the things that move us in life, the moments that move and stir us. These are the things that we remember. These are the things that bring us together, right? I, I often say that the the magnets that bring us together are infinitely greater than the madness that keeps us apart. Say that again, the magnets that keep us together are infinitely greater than the madness that keeps us apart. Love, what a magnet. Peace, what a magnet. Kindness. What a ma- you see how you don't need a brand or a jersey or an affiliation with these? Like, even just the whole idea of kindness, it stirs something in you. Like, what does kindness do here? Now, it's easy for me to come on a podcast and talk like this. When I'm going to get in my car in five minutes, and there's going to be an email, there's going to be an email in the inbox 
that uh, I'm going to have to go. Am I open or closed? What's what's closed do here? What's open do here? But if I'm closed, I'm probably going to be in that state of this is happening to me. But if I'm open, I can be in the state that says this is for me. And now I've got some tools. And uh, let them do all the talking. Let them do all the talking. Love, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These are the instruments that make the beautiful symphony that is our life. And I don't care if it's a business you want to be in, if it's a relationship you want to cultivate, if it's a marriage that needs awakening, if it's a community that you want to bring together, you don't have to Google ingredients. The, this, is, this is them. The, the, here they are. Here they are. Here they are. And there's no such thing as brand X of kindness. There's no such thing as brand Y of love. There's no such thing as brand 1, 2, 3 of patience. They just are what they are. They will heal the world. They will make your life simple and quiet. They will help you navigate out of a life that is chaotic and complicated. And I even think in the conversations of... uh, you know, uh, these these questions don't stir in me like they did when I was really young, but like a lot of us have existential questions of what, what does the divine want me to do? Um, just want you to take those ingredients and see what happens. That's it. That's it. That the engine of the universe uh, is is far less concerned about your doing and is way more interested in the energy by which you are doing it. And that, my friends, will lead you to a place where you don't need to explain anything. You don't need to defend anything. And my senses are, you'll look back December 31 of 2023, and you'll say, that was all right. That's worth doing again. How how can we how can we do that again? Because there's nothing outside of you that's gonna do it. You can win the Super Bowl, Google Tom Brady and his depression the day after Super Bowl, day after his like seventh Super Bowl or something. Like it's not there's there's there is nothing outside of you that compares to the light that is within you. And it's already there. And you don't have to manufacture it. But you do have to turn down the volume outside of yourself. And look inward. And realize the eye through which I see God is the eye through which God sees me. And that, my friends, is a beautiful, beautiful place. Namaste. Wish you the best in 2023.